What's good, Raider faithful? How we feeling today on this Monday, man? Big win. The Broncos get steamrolled by the Raiders, man. You got Josh Jacobs, Devontae Booker just having a field day. The defense, man, they flipped the script. They flipped the turnover ratio. We talked about that all year, man. The Raiders, they've been sitting negative four all year. They flip it in one game. And what's impressive is the Raiders, they're putting together wins with all three phases in the last two AFC West matchups, man. They get four rushing TDs in this game, 200 yards rushing. The defense only surrenders 12 points. Daniel Carlson, man, he even nails a 52-yarder. But credit Josh Jacobs, man. He set the tone early in this game for a big rushing day for the Raider offense. Car up underneath center. Play action. Jacobs has got it. Jacobs going. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. You got Josh Jacobs there with the go-ahead score. After that, pretty much not much on offense. I mean, the Raiders put up 10 points in the first half. But Jeff Heath with the big holding call. He draws a big holding call on Noah Fant, man, with a... Drew Locke rushing touchdown. He follows it up with a big red zone interception. Looking back to the end zone. Fires intercepted in the end zone. Out to the 10, the 15, the 20. Oh, baby. Jeff Heath, who threw the hold, came up with his second interception of the game and saves the Raiders here in the closing seconds of the first half. And that pretty much sums up your first half. We're going to get into what went down, the steamrolling effect that went down in the second half of this game. We're going to talk all about it. It's a victory Monday, man. Let's get into this. It's the month of November. We got to give thanks. I give thanks to the Raiders for three straight victories. I give thanks to the Raiders who racked up 27 second half points. What a big game, man. The Raiders, they have won four of their last five games. They improved their overall record to 6-3 and three through nine games. They are 4-2 and two in the AFC. That was my concern early on. We were winning NFC games. We are now 4-2 and two in the AFC, 3-0 and oh in the AFC West. They are currently seated fifth in the playoff slot with a projected 70% to make the playoffs. They remain in control of their destiny, and they're heading into Week 11. We know who's in Week 11. It's Sunday Night Football. It's a showdown. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. They're coming to Vegas. Our house, baby. So the Raiders, man, in three AFC West matchups, they've outscored their opponents so far 108-70. to It's all about putting points up on the, on the board, man. The defense, they're slowly improving, man. They only hold the Broncos to 12 points in this game. That's huge for this defense. Something to build on. Plus, they get the five turnovers. With seven games left on the schedule, four of them are going down in Las Vegas. So let's get into what went down. I got to talk defense first. We got to give Paul Gunther some credit. He's made the adjustments, especially since giving up 45 points in the Tampa Bay game. That was the last disgusting game where we were just disgusted with the defense, calling them trash. As mentioned earlier, the Raiders, they flipped the turnover ratio in one game. They're plus one now. They've been negative four all year. They're one of 15 teams in the plus category. Keep in mind, only 15 NFL teams starting in the plus one category. So this is a huge step for Paul Gunther and his defense. Uh, you get four interceptions, a forced fumble, and the recovery. Uh, you get five turnovers total. I think they had five turnovers total in heading into this game they also rack up two sacks max crosby man you hear his name his number's getting called he's getting to the quarterback and uh also here's another cool little stat that came out today was they only allowed one yard in the third quarter and uh don't forget cleland farrell arden key they were getting pressure for this defense you saw their numbers you saw them getting after the quarterback we know arden key isn't a closer but he's showing penetration at the front at the defensive front so um also, with the seven QB hits yesterday, that, I'll just kind of 
throw a quick number out there. They've had 14 quarterback hits in back-to-back -back weeks. Um, I know these are younger quarterbacks facing Justin Herbert and Drew Locke, but once again, you got to do your job on defense and get after the QB. Also, Nicholas Morrow steps up in replacing Corey Littleton. I mean, man, what a difference maker already. Nicholas Morrow... What, the middle of the field was more secure with Nicholas Morrow on the field. That's what I saw yesterday. And also, John Gruden even stated this is Morrow's best game of his career. He did not miss a snap in this game, by the way. We saw Nick Kwiatkowski, man. Wow, as he blossomed into a solid middle linebacker. He has the one-handed. He shows athleticism. He gets the one-handed interception. That was a beauty in the red zone again. So this defense... They're not they're bending, but they're not breaking. We also even see Carl Nassib. He shows up again in this game. He gets an interception this time. It looked like he wanted to take that to the house, man. He was plowing through that Denver offense, man, and trying to break free for a big touchdown. The free agent finds and Carl Nassib, guys like Nick Kwiatkowski, solidifying this defense. I know Corey Littleton's a little lost in the mix. We just gotta be patient and see. Hopefully he develops into this 4-3 defense. And when it comes down to getting pressure on the quarterback, the Raiders are doing more size and strength up front to get that pressure on the quarterback but they're not really sending the blitz as much as other NFL teams in this league so that's I, want, I always call it a soft zone with the Gunther defense but they were in that cover two that cover three a lot but here's the difference with Nicholas Morrow and Kwiatkowski it seems like they made the adjustment to secure the middle of the field and not only that we talked about that in the pregame about jumping routes Jeff Heath he jumped the route in the end zone on Jerry Judy, of all people, jumps that route. So we saw that throughout. He even tracked the ball in his first interception. So this is what we were talking about. Getting in front of the play. If you're going to play zone, play a little bit more aggressive. Because you got to be able to get in front of the play. you got to be able to protect the first down marker and keep everything in front of you. I guess that's where I need to be. Keep everything in front of you on a zone defense. That's where I'm getting at. And that's what this defense has done. And that, I believe, is the adjustment that Paul Gunther has made in these meeting rooms when it comes down to game planning week by week. So let's get into this Raiders offense. They pile up 200 yards rushing, 200 plus yards rushing. They get their four rushing touchdowns. They control the clock, 36 minutes and 38 seconds in time of possession. The offensive line, they're showing dominance. I'm not going to argue anything on the offensive line. It's banged up as this offensive line is. And Josh Jacobs on a second touchdown basically walked into the end zone. Uh, keep in mind also, Derek Carr, I know he wasn't airing it out in this game, but he wasn't sacked in this game. And Derek uses his legs when necessary. I think he had four rushing attempts in this game as well. Uh, but Josh Jacobs, I've said it all along, man. He's the red zone beast. 15 touchdowns in 22 games in his career so far. This was his seventh career 100-plus yard game. He totals up 100. 36 yards in rushing and receiving yards. Jacobs is also fourth in the league in rushing yards right now. He also has forced the most missed tackles since 2019. We remember last year when he was hurt, he had the bad shoulder. He tried to even hide his injury. I mean, this just shows how bad this offense needed him. I know he showed up for that Jacksonville game, but we lost some tough games last year, and Josh Jacobs is a tone setter, man, but check this out. Devontae Booker, what a steal for a late free agent signing this offseason. Now, I, I was happy with this this signing, and I didn't really get to put my podcast out over the summer. I was swamp busy, became an essential worker, you name it, all that fun stuff. But you know what? Devontae Booker, man, he was my favorite running back coming out of Utah. Devontae Booker was on my mock draft for the Raiders. Uh, Denver happened to get him, and I thought he was going to do a lot of damage in Denver. He got lost in the mix there. What a steal for the Las Vegas Raiders with that signing because he's had three big touchdowns in two weeks. 
three big touchdowns in two weeks, and he's averaging 6.2 yards per carry. That is huge for this team. But let me just talk about Rodney Hudson, Denzel Good, and Gabe Jackson. And you know what? Let's throw Brandon Parker in the mix as well because, man, that interior offensive line, but with the guards in the center, man, they are just opening up the lanes for this running game, man. You, know, you got Alec Ingle playing with the two broken ribs. I mean, these guys are clearing lanes for these running backs, and this is a 100% Gruden grinder offense right now. Pound the rock, baby. I'm feeling 1998. Remember when he said he's bringing 1998? I'm feeling it, Raider Nation. And with that said, man, you're getting a top 10 rushing offense. Look at that right there in the team rankings. The Raiders averaging nearly 140 yards rushing a game. Huge, man. Seventh in the league. Um, now, Henry Ruggs, we know they got to open up the game plan with Henry Ruggs. We saw what should have been a catch on a deep ball to Henry Ruggs. But once again, he is the Raiders' best kept secret weapon right now. Let the criticism flow. It's not about comparing him to other rookies. He already is a big play threat. But with this rushing game being established, it's going to open up the long ball. Keep in mind, man, Darren Waller, 4-4 speed. Henry Ruggs, 4-2-8 speed. It's on. Brian Edwards, he had a nice catch in this game as well. But uh, points per game, this is, where I, 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 this is why I put up the team rankings, 28.3 points per game that is top 10 as well in this league another thing I'm impressed on also the defense they dropped their points uh, surrendered per game uh, to 26.8 they got to clean that up a little bit but the good thing is is offense is outscoring what the defense is giving up and that results in a six and three record and we know that it's Chiefs week man you already got Andy Reid feeling disrespected you know, but the, the team victory lap around Arrowhead, apparently to Gruden, I guess they got in an argument with the bus driver. There's a lot of content already coming out for this big game coming up on Sunday. This is what the world wants to see when the Raiders are good and you got the Chiefs Raiders on Sunday Night Football. Oh, man, this is going to be a great week. But you know what, Raider Nation? Enjoy this Victory Monday, man. Celebrate. I'm going to fire up the grill again on a Monday night. Pack in those calories because we're going to be burning mad calories this week because Raider Nation is fired up, man. Fired up. I'm pumped up. So anyway, we'll follow up again Friday with a game preview show. It's looking like that's going to be a live stream. I am aiming for 3 o'clock. That's West Coast Pacific Standard Time. Drop an hour-long live stream for the pregame. And then following up the next week, uh, by Friday or Saturday, I should have, after Thanksgiving sometime, should have the vlog done if we make it out to Vegas this weekend. So I'm going to call it a night. You guys have a great evening. Enjoy it. I'll catch you next time. I'm Raider Dave. I'm out. Peace.